Talk Tonight podcast. Um, today I'm joined by Martha, also known as Indoor Foxes. So we're just going to talk a bit about um, her new single and how she's been coping during the pandemic and stuff like that. Um, so hi Martha, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, definitely. So, um, my name's Martha, but I go by the stage name Indoor Foxes, and I make music from my bedroom. Um, but I'm based in Glasgow slash Edinburgh. I brought up in Edinburgh, but now go to uni in Glasgow, and I just, yeah, I just sort of just make music. Yeah. Um. What do you study at uni? So, um, I study music at uni, so I do all oh, the yeah. like classical stuff, and like that's really. That helps me in like inform my writing, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, I can imagine it does. And are you in your final year or? I'm in my first year. Oh wow! <laughs> so I've just started uni. I'm like yeah. I'm just a wee baby. Everybody thinks I'm always oh. old, but no, I'm just a wee baby. How are you finding it? It's quite strange. It's not like what I. Well, obviously, everybody has like a kind of visualization for themselves whenever they go to something that they've like been working towards. Yeah. And I think with COVID, it's obviously looked very different to what I had anticipated. But yeah, it's been definitely. really good to be fair. Like, it's almost helped because I'm so bad at like I'll wake up in the morning, I'll be like, "Nah, it's fine." Like, I'll just do the lecture later instead of yeah, having to get up and be like, "Oh, I have to make it to the lecture theater," like stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely, it's strange, definitely doing it online. Um, I'm in my third mm-hmm. year, but um, but it definitely helps because I can just do my lectures from my bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, it, it's been a bit fiddly with music because obviously you need to do like performances and like group work and over Zoom that can be quite hard because you've got latency with the Zoom so it like lags and the sound doesn't connect yeah. to each other and oh yeah I can imagine like, then it cuts out the sound as well so like if you're playing music in your room it'll like cut it out oh no so we had a drummer do this amazing like big drum bit and we couldn't hear any of it we could just see him like oh, no, that's hitting so everything and it was so funny oh. it was it is but like we've also our tutors are challenging us to like take the limitations of zoom and like use them to our advantage so that's yeah. something that's been really like interesting to see what everybody has like interpreted it as yeah I can imagine and I bet as well like because it's obviously obviously with music you kind of have to work with other people to make different sounds and stuff and over zoom like it's really interesting to see how like you've had to adapt unis have had to adapt and stuff to how they teach isn't it so big time I feel sorry for the people who are in their like honours years who have recitals and have all this stuff that they need to be doing that they just can't do because it's not safe so it's no, literally that like if this was going to happen while I'm at uni first year was the year for it to happen yeah get so it it's out like the way. it's fine yeah mm-hmm. but it's it's um, totally awesome and it's like really interesting and like how much they've adapted it really is yeah it's it's interesting and um um it's definitely something that like you'll remember for the rest of your life isn't it like living through this and being able to say yeah, you definitely. did uni during a pandemic as well yeah, um, fresh as we can COVID. Yeah, literally. Um, so next I'm going to ask a bit about your single. Um, Mr. Yellow Eyes came out on Friday. Yeah. How's how's that been for you? Yeah. Oh, that's been really 
it's been really overwhelming seeing the amount of people like writing reviews and like mm-hmm. being interested in it like Peachstone was very stream heavy like I really wanted everybody to just like listen to it as much as possible and with Mr. Yellow Eyes I kind of wanted to like move away from that like that yeah. idea of like basing everything off numbers so it's been really amazing like I keep saying like I'm just so like excited by it to like to like watch all the people write reviews or like come on podcasts like this and it's like yeah. been totally cool to talk about it it's like you know when yeah. um, I don't know if other people do this I definitely did this but you like when I was writing songs when I was younger I would like totally imagine like oh what if an interview asked me this question what would I say and now it's like yeah. actually happening it's like so strange to me yeah I can imagine it is um and um sorry today um your vinyl comes out the seven inch yeah so we're announcing the the vinyl it's my first physical release it's classy lassie which is my management's label's first physical release so it's like oh I don't even know I got so excited about it last night and like we we put we sent the link to a couple of people just to test the waters and we've already yeah. had sales and I'm just like I Happy, can't believe people amazing. actually want it yeah because I, yeah. I sent it to my family and obviously they're gonna pick one up because it's my mum and dad they yeah. love me Aww. but it's been totally like it's one of these things where it's like oh imagine I have myself on vinyl and it's like oh my god I have, I'm gonna have myself on vinyl like how does yeah. this happen <laughs> yeah to be able to hold the physical copy I bet it's such an unreal feeling yeah um, and who would you say some of your biggest influences have been? So I think that's quite, I wrote a song the other day and I was like, this is the first song that I have influences who I can like name. Like I know what the influence is on this song because I've totally just like tried to fill a gap in music. So where I felt things weren't being. So I've always listened to loads of like pop punk and loads of like, yeah, I listen to like, pop punk was totally the genre when I was like 14 15 but then coming away from that like phase because turns out it was a phase mom but um (laughs) coming out of that it's been totally like eclectic so I've always tried to find like spaces where I feel like need to be filled so when I was making synth pop I wasn't hearing a lot of synth pop and now I'm making this sort of like Scottish female indie rock because I feel like my vocals are very strong and I've got a very like a bit out of control voice like I can struggle to control my own voice a lot of the time so I wanted to like fill that up because I feel like a lot of the singing that's happening right now is this like beautiful like angelic style of like the very soft singing like maybe not as soft as like Billie Eilish but somewhere between like Wolf Alice and Billie Eilish is like very much I've seen quite a lot of that and I'm thinking that like I mean I can't do it it's so hard Mm. like I have so much (laughs) respect for them but I wanted to make sure it was different like I wanted to separate myself from that so I guess maybe influencers would be like family members or just like the music my dad and my brother introduced me to um, but yeah. I don't that's kind of like a bit of everything that goes from like Wolfpack to like Iron Maiden and everything yeah. in between so um so I and I saw on your Spotify that you've got releases from 2019 did um but when was it that you really mm-hmm. sort of began doing music well when I, I've always done music like I've always played piano like my first instrument is piano I've been playing it since I, I mean I've been getting lessons since I was like six or seven yeah and I've always there's always been music in the house you know like there's video my dad had like 
little home videos where he'd like give us a guitar me and my brother when we were toddlers and we'd just like strum it aimlessly but yeah. I've always it's always been like part of my like genetic makeup in a way but I started releasing under, just under my name just under Martha um, yeah. and I think I looked back the other day and it was like 2016 or something so oh, it's like wow. five years ago now yeah and I was like that's so long so I like I went back and I looked at the like first EP and like the first songs I wrote when I was like in high school and I was like wow that feels like five minutes ago and like 50 years ago at the same time yeah so that's when I first started releasing but Indoor Foxes didn't come to be until like until Our World you know the Spotify release was very much like the first Indoor Foxes release yeah and so that totally like set me on like a tra- the trajectory I'm on now of like just developing myself and growing as so, like a musician and an artist yeah completely and I was gonna say I bet it's um really interesting and nice to be able to look back and see how your sounds developed from when you first started doing music to now yeah well that's one of the first advice I got given when I started writing songs my dad told me like it's quite funny you know it's like when I'm famous kind of chat like a bit jokey but he said that not to delete any of my old music that's released because people will will one day want to go back and listen to it and hear how you've changed and hear how you've developed and so there's been many times when I've been like oh maybe I should delete that album off Spotify like thinking about how algorithms work and like oh well this song doesn't do so well so why should I keep that up like if nobody likes it but event like now that I'm where I am sounding completely different to where I started I'm really thankful that my dad didn't let me do that and that he was like no like keep it up just one day you will be thankful that you kept this music up so now like people go back and they're like oh I just listened to your EP that's only on SoundCloud it's so sick and like I'm like really I made that when I was like 16 really you like that yeah so it's like it's very surreal and it's very like imagine yeah it does really benefit me now like that's it if I can instill in anybody advice don't delete your music yeah so it's good to reflect on yeah I mean reflection is really important like you don't yeah you I, I feel like you don't learn in the moment you know like you don't when you're writing a song like you're not worried about well the next one has to be better like you're worried about that song right there and you're worried about making yeah. that the best it can be and so I think then when you can go back and be like, oh, well, this thing was too loud or like, oh, well, I would have done this guitar line differently, mm. et cetera. Like, especially producing. Producing is such a skill and such an art form. And I'm absolutely like still feel like I'm in the baby stages of it. But like my friends who've been producing for years and years and years are always talking about like being able to listen back to something and crit- like yeah. critique yourself because you're, yeah, you're going to be your harshest critic. So Mm. you might as well just like hang on to it to develop and grow and learn. Definitely. And I guess as well, like it's all part of your journey. So where you started to where you are now. So it's sort of, that's really good as well, isn't it? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't, I still don't feel like I'm like at the end of my like musical development. Like I, I say this, but like every time something happens in my career, like, I get a gig or I get an interview I'm like oh my god this is the pinnacle of my career nothing gets better than this but (laughs) as a musician like as a creative person I always like to learn and I always like to develop like that's why I'm studying music like I have no no incentive to become a classical pianist but I'm still taking a classical performance course 
so yeah I think that like cherry picking what you can from everything is really good like there's a Mozart piano sonata and it's got like a really sick chord progression that I now like take the the ideas from and apply it in my own music but Mm. that's got nothing to do with the actual sonata it's just that like oh that thing was fun to do I'll do it in this yeah um and sorry moving on um how have you been finding promoting music through the pandemic have you done many um streams or anything that's okay um so monsieur i'm gonna double check that actually i don't know off the top of my head on to spotify for artists so i don't know about soundcloud but right now mr yellow eyes has almost a thousand streams yeah so being like not stream heavy that's fine but with so it's not got loads of streams on spotify but i'm then in my head counteracting that with the amount of plays it's had on radio so radio it's getting played on bbc raffle every day this week it got played on bbc introducing once or twice it's been played on amazing radio so it's like reaching a wider audience than just like my my indoor foxes audience you know it's reaching like the bbc and the amazing radio audiences as well which i think is really good oh stuart as well with um what's oh it's just left my head strictly scotland he's a strictly scotland radio station and excess manchester oh everything's coming back to me in like a flood (laughs) um so excess manchester also had it as their track of the week they previewed it so yeah. that's been really sick because like being in Glasgow, how would I reach people in Manchester other than no. through the radio and through through the sound waves? Yeah, I've seen. I saw as well, like the BBC as well, um, played you, um, yeah. and I think weren't you on there last night as well? Yeah, so I was interviewed on BBC Rapper, which is like the Gaelic radio station in Scotland. Yeah, um, I don't speak any Gaelic. Um, Lou, my manager, is trying to teach me like simple greetings, and I'm just like, I don't understand. Oh no! I'm terrible with languages. I really want to speak <laughs> languages, but I can't. But they were interviewing me and asking me, just kind of like how, like, um, how I made the track, and just chatting to me about it, and that was really fun to be like phoning in on live radio. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I'm so nervous. And yeah, then, I can imagine. Yeah, they're playing the track every day this week which is amazing so that's like getting me through like because it's it can be disheartening to look at streams and to like Mm -hmm. look at numbers and for it to not be as good as the last thing but that's when you need to like think about well who's actually listening to it because I know with Peach Stone that a lot of my friends just sat with their phones on mute playing it over and over because I was like let's get some streams we want to reach this number so they were like right We'll stream it on repeat to get you the number, but that doesn't, that's not very meaningful. You're not reaching a broader group of people. So I'm hoping that with this song, I'm reaching more people and I'm like able to express this like story to people Yeah. in a much broader spectrum. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, how about promoting music? Does that ha- like, is that any different now that we're in a pandemic compared to what you'd normally be doing? if things were more open, if that makes sense? Um, I think that it's not that different for me. 
on like an individual level I think it's very different for musicians in the music industry overall and obviously it's been decimated but I've always just worked from my bedroom you know like I've never been studio based I've up until very recently never had PR or management so it was like it's all kind of been like share it on my Instagram and like try and email this person and like reach out to this person see if they'll do it you know it's not for me it's not very different what's different is the fact that I now have managers and PR and that is making such a difference it's taken so much weight off me like as an individual to like create and promote and be really on it and reply to emails and do my own admin like it totally gives me so much more breadth to create now because they're because Lou and Katie are both super supportive yeah so for me like my processes haven't changed that much yeah yeah um and I bet alongside uni as well it's helpful to have sort of managers and stuff um oh big time yeah yeah big time it just takes so much weight off your shoulders yeah um no it sounds like they're a good support network which is good um and I also saw that you've got a gig planned in September in Edinburgh yeah so I've got a gig supporting White Novels who is a Glasgow based band they're absolutely lovely they make really really cool music and that's with Josh Grant as well who is somebody that I've known for a while and he's also from Edinburgh and he's really lovely and he does cool tunes as well so that's going to be really sick a really sick lineup hopefully we'll sell I, I love sneaky piece my favorite venue in Edinburgh at the moment so it's just something that's really really keeping me going like I'm looking forward to getting back on stage and like just getting everybody dancing like I miss that so much yeah I can imagine I mean there's nothing better than a gig is there at all I can't I mean I've never performed one but no. I really miss even just the feeling of it little venues it's just such yeah. an unreal feeling performing um, is so strange sorry what was that I just said um performing is really strange so like it's yeah. a totally like you feel like you're part of the experience but you know that you're kind of not yeah it's really it's a really surreal feeling of like it feels so good but also like I kind of want to be in the crowd as well yeah like I understand my performers crowd surf and like jump into the audience now because it's like it's so fun you just want to be there like jumping with everybody enjoying it but you're also like you're working it's really strange yeah so you want to put on a good performance but also get involved yeah yeah I can can completely imagine (laughs) um so carrying on talking about performing um who would be your dream person or band to perform with oh I don't know there's so many at the moment right just at the moment Phoebe Bridgers oh my god I love Phoebe Bridgers at the moment it's like I just was like nah not bothered not bothered not bothered for years and then like in the space of two days was like oh my god that's amazing this is the best thing ever and just listen to her solidly so like imagine supporting Phoebe Bridgers that'd be insane she's just so like cool as nice well I really, I'm not gonna lie I really fancy Phoebe Bridges yeah she's just amazing hopefully then that's one to work towards <laughs> yeah fingers crossed Phoebe Bridges yeah I'll please. keep mine crossed for you as well <laughs> um and we're gonna move now on to some more sort of not so music based questions 
Um, obviously, mm-hmm. we've been in lockdown. Have you been loving any TV yeah. shows or films? Ooh, I, oh, I watched something the other day. I really liked The Queen's Gambit. I've still not finished it. I'm not huge, like, I'm not a huge film buff. I don't really watch stuff. I'm more like, yeah. I'll watch things for the soundtrack. But my my boyfriend, like, loves films. So I'm always like, he's like, watch this film. So yeah, I watched this film that was like, it's kind of like a Studio Ghibli style one. It was called, it wasn't Laputa Castle in the Sky, although I would recommend that. It was like a different one about a castle. It's about a princess and bank robbers. It was very, very cool. But I love, I've really yeah. been loving like all the Studio Ghibli ones. I had a really big Studio Ghibli binge at the very start of lockdown of just like obsessing over it. It's just so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I really, I agree. I really think like the animation's amazing. I wa- I actually watched Castle in the Sky last year on the train and it's not normally I'm not that into anime but I actually really enjoy the films yeah I think it's because like the studio that makes them like they're they do things slightly differently of like they're they've yeah. got their own defined aesthetic and it's it's it is obviously very Japanese inspired and Japanese style but they've got their it's there's like subtleties that just make it so much more like I don't know. I think that for Western societies, it can be much more palatable than yeah. just straight up like anime because everybody feels like, oh, you're a weeb if you watch anime. Yeah. But it's like, it can be much more because it's viewed more artistically. It can be much more like understood by Western people. Yeah, definitely. The art in it is just immaculate. I love it. Um, mm-hmm, exactly. And- if you've got a gig and you're going into Tesco before the gig, um, what meal deal would you go for? Oh, that's a throwback to school. Wow, what <laughs> meal deal? I actually, I started measuring things by like how many meal deals could you buy for that, right? I'm a bit boring. So I love a good, everyone's gonna roast me for this. I love a ham and mustard. Just love immaculate vibes, good energy, nice and chill. Yeah. And then I'm probably getting what snacks here I used to get the te- worst cravings for like little bits of cheese just eating cheese so I'd get like the cathedral yeah. city bar thing <laughs> so weird cheese and maybe like one I'm gonna try and be normal how do I be normal maybe like a smoothie like an innocent smoothie type thing yeah get some I vitamins always think and some fruit in you definitely and all with the smoothies as well they're always like two pound fifty so for like a three yeah, pound meal exactly. deal like you've got an absolute bargain if you whack a smoothie like, in if there. you're not if you're not making like absolute use of the like price difference then you're just not doing it right I yeah, say like that I'm buying a cathedral city bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh well <laughs> nah cathedral city is expensive these days like since going to uni I think I've realized like cheese is just like oh my so God. extortionately priced I know we had a wine and cheese night with my flatmates last night and I was like wow this is so expensive just going to the co-op and getting this I was like what I love I cheese like I love eating cheese it's like one of my favorite foods and I'm just like I can't afford it yeah, it's just so overpriced. That's like one thing I've realised from adulthood, like mm-hmm. the extortionate price of cheese. Yeah, cheese is <laughs> too expensive. That is the takeaway mm-hmm. from adulthood. Yeah, literally, cheese is overpriced. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Um, and That's, I'm gonna put that on my gravestone. 
Yeah, literally. Oh, cheese is overpriced. Oh, my gravestone. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we talked about your gig in Edinburgh, but what are your plans for the mm-hmm. rest of 2021, um, pandemic allowing? Well, I've got a few... I've got a few things lined up. So there's a few sort of like festivaly things dotted around the place that I'm hopefully going to be able to play. COVID allowed and also like scheduling allowed. But um, I'm going to quite a lot of gigs. Like I'm going to see, I'm going to see Neck Deep. I'm so excited for that. Oh my God. My 15 year old fantasy. Gonna be so exciting. I've obviously, I've got the physical release. So that's going to be a huge deal. That's going to take up like, the next three months of just my mental time of just like getting people to like pick up a vinyl because it's like it's a tenner and it's a seven inch and it's gonna like totally change my life so yeah please get one please but yeah no like I'm just totally like ticking along like just trying to like regain some normality do my uni work like it sounds so boring but like I'm just gonna try and like spend time doing things that nourish me so that that's like gigs and doing indoor thoughts and stuff and just kind of like taking as many opportunities as I can because we've all missed out so much in 2020 yeah, definitely. so if 2021 can be rectified that'd be ideal yeah just make the most of every opportunity I don't think mm. I'm ever going to turn a gig down again like if god if I had I literally had to turn a gig down the other day so my friend was like, do you oh want to go God. see All Time Low? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. And it's like, I'm going to be like in a totally COVID alone. I'm going to be in like a totally different part of the country on that day. And I was like, I can't oh go. No. no. That's so wounding. <laughs> all Time Low, leave. Yeah, I, I used to love All Time Low back in the day. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to be Dear Maria Kent Me In, but I was Dear Maria Kent Me Out yeah (laughs) actually not good (laughs) um so yeah that kind of wraps it up for today um but I just wanted to say do you want to let everyone know whereabouts they can find you on social media and where they can listen to your music yeah totally so you can find me on social media at indoor foxes on everything just one word indoor foxes and you can basically find my music on like every streaming platform. If you want to pick up the vinyl, if you run over to the Classy Lassie page, uh, she's going to have the link. Well, I say she, they are going to have the link in their bio. I'll have the link in mine. Yeah. Um, super accessible, just indoor foxes. Google it and you'll find it eventually, hopefully. Okay, that's that brilliant. Thank you. Animals. Yeah. amazing thank you so much and for having me on thank you for coming on it's been really nice talking to you make sure you go on spotify and listen to misty yellow eyes everyone thank you thank you